0: Hello and welcome to Herpology. I'm Anne.
1: And I'm Kevin. And in this episode, we're not going to be talking about an episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, we know it's been a while since we've done a podcast, but, um, you know, real life and some conventions and such. But we thought, Ann and I just thought it'd be fun hey, for us to get back together recording and also maybe to kind of catch you up a little bit on some information regarding herb Fusion, since we were both there just a few weeks ago moderating panels
0: we were um our last episode where we covered season three episode four uh we released that on may 3rd so it has been a minute or two
1: (laughs) maybe just a little yeah yeah
0: um (laughs) but so yeah we both were together uh we had the the great pleasure of attending Erp Fusion UK as moderators, and that took place August eleventh through the thirteenth in Manchester. Um, what a trip!
1: Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, any Erp Con, every Erp is special that way. But um, getting an opportunity to to get you and I together at a con, and for us to be blessed to be able to moderate the panels there, it was really something I was looking forward to quite a bit.
0: Yeah, and it had it turned out that it had been almost a year to the date, I think, since we had seen each other last.
1: Yeah, probably since like, uh, what, Acon or something?
0: Yeah, it was just like a couple days shy of when we had last seen each other physically. So that mm-hmm. was, it was a nice homecoming to see you again. And we both had been through a lot of stuff. So it was just nice to be like, oh, I can see that you're physically okay. And <laughs> you still exist in real life. This is, this is good.
1: Yes. Zoom and similar things are great to be able to see friends, but actually in person, you know, we know next, next level stuff. So yes, being able to be there and to see several, like you said, in my case, it had been a year since I'd been to an ERP because I hadn't been to any of the other ones in between. So Mm -hmm. several folks, uh, getting to see them again, you know, for the first time in a year or some folks first time ever, um, you know i've been very blessed to have been to i think this is my 3rd ERPCON in the uk and there's just a whole bunch of folks that you know i've only got to see when i'm over there and that's just wonderful too because it's you know it's it's just so amazing every time
0: Yeah. It's such an interesting mix because like you said, like there were people I had never seen before who hadn't traveled over to the United States, um, to do any of the North American cons. So, you know, you got like all the European ERPers, um, and I was able to reconnect with like some European ones that have traveled before. Um, and then of course, you know, ones that's travel far and wide and you see it at at most of the conventions Mm and reconnect with them but yeah just to see like such a variety of herpers from all over the place
1: yeah absolutely it is yeah you know it just make it makes the encounters in the hallways you know before the panels or photo ops photo op lines autograph lines just hanging around the lobby the hotel bar the general area just you know, it, it's it's so much fun go around a corner and see someone maybe you've only interacted on Twitter, social media, wherever it might be. So, mm-hmm. you know, those are the things that really stick out to me every time.
0: Yeah, and if you think it's weird to, like, wander around the streets of a city in North America for a convention and run into ERPers, it's even weirder when you're in the UK wandering around <laughs> and you just keep bumping into people. <laughs> like, you don't expect to see anyone you know there because you're on foreign soil and, like, no, we well, here we all are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. It was great that way. It really was.
0: So, did you um, have a chance to take in any of the sites while you were there?
1: No, I did not. I I was kind of the surgical strike, as they say, come in just before the con, be there for the con, and then leave right after. So other than a couple of short walks out and around the local area, maybe to go with Smurpers for dinner or something, I didn't really do any Mm -hmm. traditional sightseeing. Uh, Did you get a chance, though? I thought you did from some of the photos. Yeah, I did.
0: I had like a day and a half um, where I got to see some sights. Like I had a full day in Manchester and then like... um, like a later half of a day um, in uh, the town that Jen lives in where we got to see some stuff. So from what I saw, I was like, I could stay here much, much longer. I mean, the buildings alone. And of course the pubs um, were a lot of fun. So just the atmosphere and like, especially like for me out here on the West coast, like we don't, we don't have a lot of old buildings and I just love like the old stonework and the architecture and, I went to the the oldest library in the English speaking language. So that was pretty cool. Mm. So, yeah, I did some of the touristy stuff. So, that was a good time.
1: Yeah, fantastic. That's great to hear. Yeah. I, the first time I went to UrberCon UK, um, oh, goodness, six years back now, um, my family came with me as well. We made it kind of a vacation after the con. And, and, yeah, I got to see some of the local sites in London and all around and, it, you know, just had a wonderful time there.
0: Now, you're gonna have to help me remember what happened during the con because <laughs> my this was this has been a while now already. I'm going back to my calendar, which I can see that I hadn't posted things in here as well as I could have. <laughs> um, what did we do Friday? I know we um we didn't have any panels on Friday. We didn't start those until Saturday and Sunday, but I know we did hit the ground. Um uh, running later in the afternoon with some selfies and stuff that took place
1: yeah the nature of the con really was not uh, uh, activities then as you said aside from some selfies and and some other things kicking things off so yeah friday was a little bit of a layback kind of get to see everybody adjust to the time difference for those of us coming from you know several time zones away and, and uh, geez especially for you and the west coast u.s west coast folks but um yeah, it was, it was more just kind of wandering around seeing folks like Ange and Pauline from the convention mm-hmm. um, to, to make sure we had our plan in place for the panels uh, that were coming up the next couple of days, you and I. Um, you know, you and I getting a chance to kind of walk through the panel room, understand the setup of the stage, where the cast would be coming from, things like that, work with the AV people.
0: Yeah, and shout out to them because they were phenomenal. Like we... Um, you know we made sure they made sure we had enough microphones for everybody and um you know they were so respectful you know it was all guys um but they were so respectful you and I had chosen to wear the wireless mics um get lapelled up for the for our um panels and hand off the handhelds to the cast um and they were just so respectful when they mic'd me up and um just everyone there in the panel room was so helpful and accommodating so I was really appreciative of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we got a chance. uh, Wasn't Friday too when we had the episode viewing?
0: We did, I believe. And we also had, um, I think we had the ERP Museum on Friday night too.
1: Yeah, that's right too. Which that, 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 the ERP Museum, for those who haven't been to a recent ERPCon, is obviously after the um, auction for a lot of the ERP stuff, that's great that so many of the ERPers who bought items brought them to the cons and, and you had a way that you could kind of walk through the line, if you will, of seeing some of the stuff up close and personal.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Um, let's back up. Cause before that we did the, the viewing was before that, right? Yes. The live viewing. So why don't you, yeah. why don't you kick off talking about how that went down and Some of the stuff that went down came out of that
1: sure sure for those some of the conventions it's been fun where there's been an episode viewing done uh and the cast has been there um as a part of it Uh, now getting a chance to see an erp episode with a room full of erpers amazing i mean the energy the approach i know several of the cons in the last year or so since covid Uh, have done that, which has been great. Oftentimes, they've been showing, naturally, episode 412, um, a great thing to do. Um, Here, for this con, um, what we did instead of that, since that's been done several times now, was uh, based on who we had as guests for the con, uh, instead of doing that, we went for 11. Um, And the cast was there, along with you and I, in the front row to watch uh, we gave them some microphones to make some occasional comments not a ton it wasn't like it was a you know director commentary like you sometimes get on your dvds or other things but um i mean at one point mel i think jumped up on stage mm-hmm. to point out some things
0: yeah she jumped up and she was like look can you see can you see the glue can you see where my extensions are glued
1: in <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that made for fun but yeah no i mean As you folks know, that's a great episode to watch. There's lots of hero moments, lots of oohs and ahs, some emotional stuff. So getting to see that with the cast there. um, And also what the con did a great job of doing is, along with that episode, also adding a couple of extra minutes at the end to show the scenes with uh, Charlotte from 412. Um, So everybody got to be seen and and, uh, talked about there. So, yeah, that was just really... Some great stuff. I mean, such warm feelings, seeing it, seeing it with everyone. I know Petra, who does so much of the amazing con photography, got several great photos of, of the cast as they're watching the episode. And you could just see the genuine way that they're all getting engaged with it and enjoying it.
0: Yeah, it was really special. And I like I didn't know what to watch. I didn't know if I should watch the screen or if I should watch them because just watching them watch the episode was just special in and of itself like to see the look of wonder on their faces as they watched you know their friends up on the screen and you know replay these moments that they lived um it was that was really cool that was the first time i've ever been at a viewing where the cast was at the view at a viewing um and i was sitting next to charlotte and it was so funny because she genuinely thought she was off the hook. I think because everyone was in this episode except for her, and I mm-hmm. think she was like, "Oh, I'm not in the hot seat at all." And then all of a sudden, it was like, "But wait, there's more." And she was like, "Oh my god!"
1: <laughs> yeah, just as the episode was finishing, I purposely, because you could sense the crowd, especially, was thinking, "Oh, okay, we're just about done." And I, I remember kind of shouting out since I had a mic, "Oh no, don't hold on, folks!" And then, like you said, it came on and. I mean, that was wonderful. I mean, I don't think we've mentioned for those who weren't aware in terms of from the cast who was at the con that was there with us.
0: Oh, no. Um, so in attendance was Dom, Kat, Mel, Danny, Charlotte, Greg and Tim.
1: Yep. Yep. So they're all there with us um, front row watching it. And yeah, that uh, that's a heck of a way to start off on your first day of the con.
0: Yeah, it was, it was emotional. It was fun, but it was also just, I mean, that's a, this is a big episode. So much happens. And again, just watching their faces, like the way we feel about watching it, you can see on their faces, like they're just as invested in the episode as we were like, like you can tell they're watching it and like, this is a good show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of actors, for those who don't know, don't watch their own work. They never see the completed episode and only the scenes they're in or something. So for some of them, a chance to see it in its, you know, presented manner. And with, you know, several hundred Erpers obviously enjoying every moment, uh, it, it had to make a very big impression on all of them too.
0: Yeah. And, um, uh, I did partake in the Erp Museum, museum afterwards. Um, I brought, my Robert Spain letter that Wyatt had written. Um, and I also brought the blueprints to the homestead. And then I had some other like, um, I have a police file from when uh, the pink Lincoln was burned and we thought that Doc died in it. Hmm. I have that police file as well. So um, <laughs> it was it was again, cool to see how many people had traveled internationally with some of these mm-hmm. pieces and not all these pieces are small. Some, you know, like the mailbox is sizable and that came carry on Um and things like that. And uh I was starting to lose my voice because it, I think it was slated to only run an hour, but the line was out the door to see all these artifacts. So it ended up going for two hours by the end of the night my voice was going out and i had a panel the next morning so i was like i need honey and lemon like i need warm tea (laughs) stat (laughs) i am losing my voice on the first day this is not good
1: yeah Um, and i remember seeing you and and noticing that and i'm like holy crap if she can't get her voice back by tomorrow i'm gonna step in and do her panels too
0: I would have croaked (laughs) through it, Kevin. I would have just squeaked through. I know it. I know it. (laughs) But yeah, then one of the reasons I was losing my voice was, I have the Homestead blueprints. And the first thing out of so many people's mouths were, where's the second floor?
1: (laughs) I just love how that has become such an important part of our fandom for years.
0: (laughs) And I... I'm very quick to point out on the blueprints from the 1800s that it says that the, like, the roof has this beam that is strong enough to support a second floor addition. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it was in the original blueprints that it could support <laughs> an addition. So clearly an addition was put in afterward.
1: Oh, uh, yes, so. there we go. TV magic, TV Hashtag magic. Hashtag
0: I believe.
1: <laughs> you got to roll with it. Let's face I, it. It's it's herb.
0: I got a little passionate about the second floor and its existence. So, mm-hmm. yeah, almost lost my voice.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I think it was like a quiz that took place that night, too, or something.
1: Yeah, they did some t- trivia stuff. As I recall, I wasn't a part of it, but I think yeah. that closed out, you know, the social side of the night on Friday.
0: Yeah, there was some late night happenings. Oh, it's um, an
1: ERPCON. You know there's going to be official and unofficial.
0: <laughs> exactly. Things happening. Um yeah, and then the next day, um I don't know what order it all happened, but um one of my panels I had Charlotte Danny and Greg um you know what can I say about a panel the panels like they all mm-hmm. just felt like they went amazing um We did have some limitations that we hadn't come across before, at least I hadn't come across before, um, that because of the writer strike and the actor striking, um, we couldn't address certain things with them. So, um, as you can imagine, it's been what, two years since we had a new episode, um, you know, we've had a lot of panels, we've had a lot of conventions, and it's it's getting hard to talk about things that haven't been talked about before. Um, and so one of my strategies was to go in there and talk about some of their other bodies of work. And some of those other bodies of work were off the table because they were not Canadian bodies of work. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, we had to pivot and adapt a little bit, but um, I think they all went really well.
1: Yeah. Oh, they did. And and you know, you made sure you've done a great job with the panels you've done now over the years at different cons and just finding a way, like you said, to keep it fresh. Um, because it's been, you know, a while since new content and it's been a while since folks have been talking about some of the topics. I mean, I know timing wise, you know, some of the stuff Mel got to do and in, in Star Trek would have been fun to touch on, but again, mm-hmm. that was one of those ones also off the table for any of the panels where I have yeah. Mel. So, you know, as a moderator, it certainly makes for some hand wringing in to trying to figure out a way to keep things
0: Yeah. And there's like, you know, stuff with like Charlotte, Danny and Greg that they've done that, um, you know, that hasn't just been Canadian television that like, you know, their body of work is pretty varied. And um, like there was stuff that I wanted to talk to them about. I was like, oh, here's my chance to like, you know, find out, you know, Charlotte's played Marilyn Monroe. And I wanted to ask about that. And it's like, it was a production she couldn't talk about. And um, yeah, I was just like, oh, darn it. Um, but, you know, we asked ahead of time, like just double checking this one's off the table. And um, they were all really appreciative that we didn't put them in a situation where they had to say like, you know, no, I can't talk about that. But if anyone was wondering why some of the things that seemed like they would be obvious things you would ask especially like star trek stuff wasn't brought up um that would definitely be the reason why
1: yep yep uh,
0: um so yeah charlotte danny and greg that they didn't disappoint at all they they seemed to have a really good time up there together um and then the other panel i did saturday was a way hot panel which obviously you can't go wrong with
1: <laughs> those
0: two together at all. Um, but I did a hot seat 2.0. So I kind of piggybacked off of the, the quiz. I gave them at the last convention I had them together with, um, and, uh, just saw how much trivia they knew about, uh, their, their characters. Um, and I, I can't wait to see the panels because it's it's hard to remember, like, what's going on because you're in the moment while you're up there. Uh, and from what I understand, I, I think those are go- going to go out on YouTube um, tomorrow. So hopefully by the time of this recording, they'll they'll be out on YouTube. So
1: Yeah. Fingers crossed they get them out uh, soon because I know a lot of folks have been asking and I know the con wants to make it happen. Um, yeah. I got a chance to um, preview the Earp Sister one a bit to um, check on some of the aspects of it for them so like you said fingers crossed by the time you folks are listening to this they're already up on uh, youtube and i yeah. think you will greatly enjoy them if you weren't <laughs> there at the con certainly yeah and, and there were
0: a and, lot of panels in just two days like i feel like we really packed in a, a lot of panels over two days
1: yeah yeah because i think saturday along with the two you did i think that's when i did the mel and tim panel um okay. So that was another, uh, you know, fun one to do. Uh, If you've seen any of the photos from the convention, the way they've set up the panels, as as some of the cons have done, is rather than the, shall we say, the older, more traditional, you know, table up there um, to make it easier for folks in the audience and certainly on the videos to be able to see the cast members, it's more just comfy chairs. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, as a moderator, um, you know, I was certainly talking to Anne quite a bit how I've gotten very comfortable as I'm doing panels to normally having a, um, a piece of paper with some printed questions and a pen. And if an idea occurs to me during the course of a panel or an answer gives me an idea, I'll jot it down or whatever. And, and, and in this setup, that really wasn't something easily able to do as a moderator. So uh, part of it for us certainly was, was learning, you know, the physicality of doing a panel and how best to approach it there to do it but with cast members like this you know our our job very honestly as moderators you know it is just stay out of the way (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) pitch them something that gets them talking and once they start talking just let it happen let
1: it go let it go moderating 101 certainly folks are there to see the guests not the moderators so you know and with these folks they're so good at this they've done so many of them that yeah you you tend to just want to Get something out there and let them go and and yeah it mel and tim have done enough of them too the same thing um you know they they've got some great stuff feeding back on working together there for me since it had been a few years since i had them together on a panel myself as a moderator i part of what i looked at and touch on this maybe a little bit talking about the Arab sister panel too at some point here um there's some very emotional stuff. You all know it at the very end of the series, certainly in the final episode and all. And the balance as a moderator of not wanting to make a guest uncomfortable, but also having to talk about some of the amazing emotion that is brought out. Um, I did bring up Tim that the scene at the mm-hmm. car um, just had to. Um, really, I, I think I would have been neglectful as a moderator if i didn't and it certainly got a little bit emotional um and she leaned on tim to let him kind of go in a couple of directions so Mm -hmm. again the the impact of this stuff we know all of us how much it hit us but it also does for them as well i mean so getting them to be open enough and comfortable enough to talk about it you know we're pretty lucky folks that they're willing to do stuff like that yeah
0: and i think i i like that you're talking about that because it's it is it's like a great um privilege that you and i have had and um as much as i'm like a fan and love being up there and am enjoying myself and you know i want to hear these answers too it's that fine balance between like figuring out what what is going to pleasure the audience like Mm -hmm. Get them the content, you know, get get the cast to answer the questions that the audience is ultimately going to want to hear the answer to and balancing, um, you know, that that entertainment value and that emotional value, too, because it like, you know, it's it's that kind of show where it's funny, but it's also tearing at your heartstrings uh, all at the same time. And, you know, back and we talk about it in our episodes all the time, how it it's up and down and your emotions are all over the place so it's you get to that point where you know you have to dip into the emotion a little bit and hope it doesn't stay there too long because like you said you don't want to make anybody uncomfortable um and then finding that sweet spot where you kind of like pull them back out of that that, that emotion at the same time
1: mm-hmm. it's it, is, it is balance. a balance yeah it is but, you know, hopefully the folks appreciated, you know, our our attempts to make that work well. And, and the guests are, are always game to to talk about these things. Um, and, and it worked out great. And the audience was very respectful of all of that, too. Um, you know, I love the fact that, uh, as happened on a few panels during the course of the convention, when someone was on the verge of getting emotional up there or whatever, the audience was just right there with them. Just right. a little quick round of applause to say thank you or whatever. They didn't make them uncomfortable either as, you know, I've never seen it happen at an ERPCON, but at some other conventions, sometimes folks get a little too noisy. Um, well, no and
0: I, I think it shows to just how, how comfortable they are with everybody in that, like, they feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and, mm-hmm. like, show that softer side of themselves, so.
1: Yes, yep, so. Kudos to Mel and Tim and, and, and all to be able to go there emotionally and, and talk about it. Um, uh, you know, it's just special, special stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dom put on their concert that night too, didn't they?
1: Yes, they did. Um, and, and that was obviously something a lot of folks were very excited to, to get to see it was, uh you know, a great uh, evening item to kind of have as a special event on there. Um, I was very blessed that they reached out and asked me if I would assist at the concert because they had a couple of items they wanted to um, auction off to raise Mm -hmm. money for Start the Wave. Um, So earlier in the day, they had reached out to me and, and asked me to, be there to help with that, which was quite the honor to do, and, and something I uh, hadn't really done before. So uh, yeah, trying to be the auction master uh, during a break at the <laughs> concert was really something. And we had a few URPers who were going pretty strong at they that. They were so.
0: going hard. It was. It was.
1: It was something oh. here doing that <laughs> that whole going once, going twice thing, and then having folks keep upping the the numbers was uh, pretty exciting uh, yeah. to do. So I was but, shocked. Yeah. I was, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars raised was, was something else. And, you know, the concert in and of itself and to be able to, uh, introduce Dom as well yeah. myself, just tugs at my heart.
0: Dom had done a concert, uh, a streaming concert and has been like at a few places like up in Canada. But so that, that was a, that was a big treat to be able to, to witness that. So
1: mm-hmm yes really was, again, just something else just to make the entire event special. I mean, I probably used that word a 100 times and will continue to. I don't know how else to do it. I mean, the folks running this con really made sure to have some things that were, um, you know, the traditional things you'd look for at a con and also right. some things that hadn't yet happened at cons. And that was great, too, that concert and also some of the photo ops they did.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, did some of the specialty photos take place on Saturday or just on Sunday, or maybe we can just talk about them all at once because I can't. Yeah, remember probably which touch day on them all. Yeah, into.
1: I don't remember which day which was which either myself.
0: Yeah, but um, I know Charlotte was in full costume with a a replica Silk Witch bridal outfit, mm-hmm. and those photos are just hysterical coming out of that. Um, Mel was dressed in uh, Wynonna's leather jacket with the necklace and the boots. Um, And so they uh, they had some photos with Mel and Charlotte together. Uh, I know Dom was in the shorties outfit with the boots. Um, And then. Mel also was with the motorcycle outside. I know those took place on Sunday. Um, And then Kat was in full officer hot uniform with the stetson and they had like a police car like yep. with the stickers on it to look like a purgatory sheriff car it's like this is crazy and i think it was like like the eighth person in line to have uh the only specialty uh photo op i did was with kat and um I like I still wasn't sure what I was going to do when I had some handcuffs and like everyone's probably going to do handcuffs. And I was kind of bummed that I was so in front of the line because I was like, I kind of wanted to see a couple other people go first so I could like really solidify like what I was going to do. So I was there when Kat walked by in full costume and Kevin, it was it was bananas because (laughs) it wasn't Kat. Like Nicole Hot walked by her whole body language, her walk. Like it wasn't Caparel. It was like it was the weirdest thing. Like I got goosebumps because it was like she is full on Nicole Hot right now. She's no longer. Cat has left the building, (laughs) literally left the building as she walks out to go to the cop car.
1: And that was a lot of fun, too. And again, the fingers crossed as far as the recordings of the panels being out there, being able to bring that up to them at different panels mm-hmm. over the course of the weekend. What was it like to do that, you know, and they all got a chance to talk a little bit about it. And and uh, again, that's where we all identify with it, because like you said, you you feel it being there. They felt the difference. They understood it. It's it's also a part of who they are and have been for the last, you know, six, seven years. So. Mm-hmm. It brings back a flood of memories and emotion and everything else.
0: Yeah. That was uh, like I well, you were on a recording, um in a recording, but a video call when we were doing some coordinating stuff with Ange from Fan Fusion. And I hadn't purchased my specialty photo op yet. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was gonna do one. And Ange was like, You're not I can't believe you you love nicole hot like you're not going to do something with nicole hot and then you know she didn't have to work very hard to convince me because i was like you're right i probably should do that right and um i i i got up there and i was like uh cat you know like does the hat come off and cat was because i didn't know if she had it like bobby pinned to her hair or anything and she's like yeah Mm -hmm. and and so I, I got closer and I was like, are you, are you comfortable doing this? Like where if you just hold it in front of us and we both lean in and it looks like we're kissing behind the Stetson. Right. And she's <laughs> like, oh, for sure. We're doing that. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, OK. And so like we're leaning in closer. And so like she goes, oh you're going to, she because I'm going to have to stoop way down and you're going to have to go on your tippy toes. <laughs> and we're just like inches away from each other. And we are giggling so hard. And I'm like, do you think it's t-? And then I heard someone say like, oh, yeah, we got the shot. We got the shot. But um, like, thank you, Ange, because that like was worth everything. Like, not only did the photo turn out, uh, but just like that, the experience of Kat and I just like cracking up behind the like Stetson was
1: worth it. And I loved myself all, you know, once these started happening over the weekend, seeing folks talking about having just done it or coming from that area or telling their friends, the look on the faces, the energy that I could feel. That's the kind of stuff you folks will often hear me talk about what about cons is along with amazing experiences for myself being able to feel and hear about everybody else's experience too. Like that one, when you would tell me about that one, I mean, Oh, that's just, that's the kind of stuff lights up a room, you know, the energy it creates.
0: Yeah. It was, it was very fun. Oh, um, it was. Did you do a specialty photo up?
1: I did not do any of the specialties. No, not no. myself. no. Um,
0: and this was the first time I've ever done an all cast photo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was great to do as well with all of them. Um, I've done a couple, only a couple of those myself, um, coincidentally at the UK based cons. And and yeah, it's amazing to have something with all of them and, and, you know, jumping in the middle of that group. Yeah you what you I, wish you wish it wasn't only like a 30 or 60 second thing you know you want to yeah. stay there you want to stay yeah. there all day <laughs> i just want to hang out cuz they're so yeah. they're all just so
0: delightful in their own way they all have yeah. something <laughs> um so yeah so that was fun and then um on sunday uh, for one of my panels i had charlotte and cat which initially posed for me like charlotte and cat like they don't even have a scene together you know, what, what am I going to talk about with Charlotte and Kat on a panel together? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just turned out better than I could have even expected, uh, you know, just really played off of them both being police officers, um, you know, Charlotte from Rookie Blue, and then Kat, obviously, um, from Winona, but I got them like, these British police hats, and, you um, Just did like an improv thing where I brought Jackie up on stage and they had to get Jackie to guess the crime that they had committed. And um, I can't wait to see see the video for that because (laughs) they understood the assignment and they did so well.
1: Oh, They, they leaned into it. I was in the audience and that was a blast to watch. So you did a great job setting that one up.
0: I tried to like prepare them over the weekend. I had like a few tiny moments where I was like, okay, you know, this is what I have planned. Like, how are you with improv? And they were both like horrible. And I said, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I had two different crimes and I let them choose which crime. And uh, that, that was the crime they ended up picking. So, um, but yeah, they, you know, they always deliver Is they're all just so good at that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. They are, and that was a lot of fun. Again, your the, the creativity and the way that you do each of these panels that you've done in um, to bring something other than just traditional questions really makes them uh, quite enjoyable. So, you know, kudos to you for being able to do that.
0: Well, I think I heard somebody over that weekend say, "Oh, you can you can count on Anne for the laughs, and you can count on Kevin for the heart." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it's good balance.
1: There you go. Everybody's got their, you know, everybody knows what uh, leans into what they're good at, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And hopefully that means the audience, you know, gets to have different levels of of enjoyment from the panels because it's it certainly is something that I uh, never want to take for granted, getting an opportunity to do these kind of things. And, and yeah, right. you really brought it out.
0: And, uh, you know, speaking of heart, how was that Herb Sisters panel?
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, finding out that they were going to do, the con was going to do one, obviously got very excited, um, got a little nervous. Uh, you know, it's funny, folks will ask me about doing these panels. Do you do you get nervous doing these things? And for the most part, I don't get nervous anymore. I've done enough of them now, and with these cast members are so amazing that i know it's it's going to all work out it's going to be you know enjoyable i i take it very seriously when i prepare to make sure they can be the panels themselves um as special as possible i i always think about the fact that even though i've done many over the years this might be the first panel that someone in the audience has ever seen from these folks first time they've been to a con or maybe if someone's sitting at home watching the recording first time they've seen it or whatever. So I always want to make sure to keep that in mind. That keeps me, anyway, grounded uh, in terms of doing it. So, um, but knowing that they were going to do an ERP sister one and that I'd kind of get to be the follow-up to the one I had done previously uh, in ERP Expo in 2019, um, I did get a little nervous because, I mean, again, I want the the ERP sisters, as you all know, are so such a special relationship for me. I want to make sure these panels are special as well. So, and looking at it, I said, okay, well, we had a great time at, you know, if you will, Earp Sisters Part 1. Um, how do I follow that up? Where do I go? And it was obvious to me that I said I have to go for the emotional stuff that occurred in Season 4 um, to have the two of them together and to talk about some of that.
0: And when um, was the last time you had a Earp Sisters panel?
1: It had been in just over four years since okay. we did that other panel. So, so that was like
0: Season 3? Th- three or still season two it
1: it was uh, no it was after season three and before season four okay so everything that had happened in three was up for discussion previously but this was the first time for me being able to discuss any of the things that happened in season four um so that's where i knew i kind of wanted to go and it was interesting in a good way that um And Ange and Pauline, the folks who run the con, did a great job, mentioned that there was going to be an AV team and that there was going to be a screen there. So it occurred to me, as many of you know from the first Derp Sister panel, where I had the collage of all the baby girl mentions that Jill, a.k.a. Nedley's office, created. And I said, I'd love to show that on the screen because we had the one from the first three seasons worth that happened at the first panel. And... Jill had created one for the season four moments and I wanted to be able to show it on the screen. So, um, I brought those on a, you know, little thumb drive, check with the AV people. They were able to show it, which was great. Jill had also created in the last year or so, uh, a, a collage of the times we've seen the herb sisters by a fire, um, as well. So I kind of tried to work those in, into my questions to be able to pop those up on screen, which just, just really for me, just made it, you know, kind of, as they say, the the cherry on top, to be able to bring those up on screen, have the two of them be able to see it, talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, I tried to start off with some fun topics, naturally, you know, when you got a panel with the two of them. But then I had to go to the the only ever fight, so to speak, that they did, and, and how approaching that was difficult for the two of them, because they're such good friends, and then obviously go to, the barn scene um, and some of the other stuff, um, which was just so touching um, mm-hmm. that again, I felt it had to be part of the discussion. Um, so, to her credit, um, when I brought it up, you know, I could tell right away when I did, since Mel was only a couple of feet away from me, that it was making her very emotional. Um, so, I'm trying to respect that and pause. You may or may not hear it well in the recording, but I said, I said, I'm sorry. Cause I had made, that was now the second time <laughs> I'd made a cry on the weekend and in typical Mel fashion, she snapped right back and said, no, you're not, <laughs> 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 which broke up the room and the two of them and was a great entryway, but that's Mel being, as you said, Anne, vulnerable and willing to do that. So being able to bring that up and have them talk about it, um, hopefully you've seen some of the photos that petra got to the them holding hands and hugging each other and the genuine love they have for each other um so to be a part of that panel and to bring that up and to allow it to share it with all the erpers who were there I, I don't know if i'll ever be able to top that
0: you broke everyone kevin <laughs>
1: <laughs> i did have many people after telling me that i i you know
0: But also you did, I don't know how you did so well. Like, I know you were like touch and go.
1: I brought my hanky, keep your shit together hanky. Um, So I had that right there. Um, I looked at it once or twice at a couple of points when I could feel myself potentially getting very emotional. Um, If you get a chance to see the recording, you'll notice near the very end. I did almost lose it. My voice was cracking. So Mm -hmm. it, it was, it was tough because we know how special they are, their relationship and being able to go to those places emotionally and have the two of them both share some thoughts on it, both with fun, but also with some very serious nature of how much their relationship has paralleled what we got in the show. I, you know, I, I can't thank the convention. I can't thank you because you were a great sounding board to some of my stuff to put together and, and the con for letting me do that. But that was just a um, this moderator's dream. Yeah. Bucket, bucket list stuff. That was bucket list stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Same. Like as I've been really fortunate and, you know, I had some really great panels uh, the month before. Um, And then to follow it up with those and just, you know, you go from a moment where you're like, you are I was nervous about it because I was like, oh, Charlotte and Kat, like, you know, Mm -hmm. yes, Charlotte and Kat. I know once I get them talking, it's going to be fine. But like, how (laughs) do we get them to like a common, like whatever? And um, yeah, just this cast is just really something magical. And it's really been an honor to, to be able to do that.
1: Mm hmm. Yes, it is.
0: We got to close it out with an all-cast panel, and we got to do that together. Um, so that was... That
1: was pretty special, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. that was a good Getting...
0: way to wrap it up.
1: Wasn't it? Quite the way, and and thank you to you. You you deferred and allowed me to be the one to, to introduce them in on that panel. Absolutely. And, you know, if you've not had the experience yet to be at an ERPCON, the closing panel when it's normally a full-cast one, you know, the weekend, you've probably gotten pretty emotional. You're probably a little short on sleep. You're realizing how amazing this community is to be with such welcome, welcoming people and so much better than a lot of the real world experiences some of us get to have. So, you know, you got to kind of keep that emotion in check. So being able to introduce them one at a time um, meant a lot to me. And the crowd was great. They cast, I remember just before that panel started being out in the hallway and not sure if it was Tim or Mel that they were all kind of hanging there. We had a couple of minutes before I was going to start asking, because when you're out in the hall, which is the way the setup of this, there many cons in the hallway, and it's a lot of noise in there. The, the the crew, the cast members, I mean, they're not sure is it just going to be welcome the cast and they go running out, or is it going to be one at a time? So one of, one of them had asked me what I was going to do, and I mentioned you know that I would be doing them one at a time, and I let them know the order that I was going to do it. Um, and, you know, Kevin being Kevin, I wanted to make sure that Mel and Dom were right next to each other and Mm -hmm. (laughs) to, to, to just keep it going there along with all of them. So yeah, to be able to introduce them and then for you and I, to be able to kind of bounce back and forth with questions for them, sitting on either end of them. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's get a chance to do that together. And I really was glad we got that opportunity.
0: Yeah, it was it was a perfect way to round out a really good weekend and um, we had quite a few like audience questions we were able to get in there that were um, really good so that felt good to be able to, you know, give back to the people in the audience. Um, And then they everyone held up like a thank you sign at the end, um, which was really special to just see that and Tim kind of choked up because he had remembered that that was something that had been done at a previous convention.
1: Yeah, that was actually, that happened at the closing panel at the very first ErpCon, ErpCon UK. Um, and I was lucky enough to be there to moderate that one. And th- I got weak in the knees when I saw that, I got to tell you, because um, that was, again, the first ErpCon. It was such a big success. And then to have all the audience members holding up a thank you sign <laughs> to be at the front of that room. Whoa, was that a emotional rush. So I'm sure... Tim is someone who appreciates it all and to get to see it again. Wow. I mean, And I know for me, one of the things that you folks have heard me do it on Twitter and podcasts now for many years, um, trying to live in the moment and appreciate how special these events are and these get togethers. um, it, It was nice just before that last cast panel started when you and I just were making sure everything was all set that take a moment and, mention to you and just say to you, you know, where else would you rather be?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was, um, you know, I I had talked about it on Twitter and stuff, but like I had just lost my dad. <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. Um, I had just lost my dad like a couple weeks prior to that. And I was nervous going just because it was like my first time kind of being back out and social since that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you had checked in on me and, you know, a lot of people had been checking in on me for a while. And I know you had said like, you know, how, how are things going? And I, I, I've always said it's fine until people say something nice to me. (laughs) And, um, you know, you wouldn't expect them or want them to say anything other than nice things to you. But, um, I was so worried because I was like, now I'm going to see all these people in person and they all know what has happened. And they're all such kind people. And I'm like, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to fall apart. Um, But I think people know me enough by now to know that like, that's like a dangerous one with me. So I, everyone was like so kind, but also so respectful to not like get me too close to those emotions during the weekend. Um, And it was just really comforting to be in that space with this group of people um, during a time like that. And again, it's, it was like, I want to go. I have to go. Cause like, this is something I need for me. Um, and I'm so glad I did. Cause it was just a, such a bucket filler.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you killed it. You such killed it in terms filler. of what you did. I was very proud of seeing you do that.
0: Thank you. And then, yeah. um, just looking out in the crowd too, and knowing that, um, so many of the people out there had raised so much money for my dad, for the Trevor project too. It was just like mm-hmm. these, these people have a heart of gold. So.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's why it's just next level stuff in life to get a chance to be together with not just these cast members, but the fellow Orpers and all the other people over the weekend that, that just said hello or said hi or had a kind word about, uh, you know, a panel I'd moderated before, a podcast you and I had done or whatever. You know, there's so much appreciation yeah. for for us just sharing our love for, for something like this mm-hmm. um, and getting to see the impact it has on people. And and the extended family side of it, as you're pointing out too, beyond just you know core show things, it's it's so much more. The relationships and the friendships. uh, God, it's just
0: people people helping each other with the air conditioning, (laughs) 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 just texting each other. How did you get your room to cool down? Sending pictures of like.
1: these what are the things you... that you don't hear about folks, but Anne saved me from having to stay in a room that was like eighty degrees. For those who are in the US, that's pretty high temperature for a hotel room to be, because couldn't find the button to put the air conditioning on. It wasn't anywhere visible on the display.
0: And I until was
1: Anne Ann said, Well, oh, you it's the invisible button. I'm like, of course, <laughs> the invisible button. Why didn't I think of that? What I'm invisible button?
0: Texting you pictures. You see this this thermostat? <laughs> On the left, there's an invisible. And I only could save you because Heather at Urban Marine had mentioned on Twitter like the day before that there was an invisible button that they had. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to Google like this model number of this thermostat to figure out what invisible, where the invisible button was. And it was, but yeah, it was like this whole community coming together to be like is your room cold enough now? Like how (laughs) did you find the button? Like it was just everyone looking out for everyone. So
1: it was, it was. And that's one of those things that gives you a chuckle thinking back on it being so in the moment, doing all the other parts of, you know, what's going on at a con, you know, the photo ops and the autographs and the lines and that emotion of, you know, doing a lot of that, but having folks there to support you. I mean, All of the the con organizers, the con staff, the volunteers, everybody I interacted with was just amazing. It was just so family-like, so comfortable. You know, cons are stressful. Um, Trying to get timing of all these things done and and everything can't be perfect. So, you know, it's always a challenge there. But just getting a chance to see good people doing the best they could so that everyone could get the most out of the event on the weekend, too. Yeah, You just appreciate it.
0: We also had um, we had an opportunity to talk to uh, an Italian Urper group, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, and they uh, did a, like a little interview with us, and I think that's gonna be on Instagram soon, like in the next. Yes, week we got to keep so. an
1: eye on that and and share that around too, because again, just the passion of folks there, and you know, there were a handful of folks later on Sunday, you know, after the Herb Sister panel, either between that and the closing panel or or Sunday night when we were just kind of hanging out, that I just, and you know who you are, I just want to say thank you. Some of the thoughts that were shared with me for especially some of the Herb Sister panels I've done and how much folks have appreciated them. And, you know, my willingness to be open emotionally about that and the impact and what it's drawn into the panel and the cast being willing to be that open you know folks those comments you made to me one-on-one are things i'll always treasure and and always appreciate and that's part of looking at it and making sure to do it right is why is because i know deep down everything is appreciated that we all do for the community whether it's moderating a panel or sharing a meme on Twitter or blue sky or whatever the next social media platform will be. The fact that ERPers are always there for each other. Um, that is the part that just comes shining through time and time again.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, That's uh, it, what's, it's what makes doing this kind of thing so fun, you know, doing podcasts and sh- these shared experiences that kind of bring us all together. Um, yeah. And so, Hopefully, we'll be back soonish. I still soon-ish. have a couple weeks of some crazy busy schedule. Um, but that brings us to what season three, episode five? I
1: think we'll be. Yes, our next podcast is this little teeny one about Jolene. So we picked a heck of a time to uh, take a break. Up we're up to Jolene next. next in terms of our episode ones, but yes, I mean, and and thank you to all of you too who are the regular who are regular listeners you know checking in with us and so forth again it's the nature of podcasting being something we just do for fun you know some real life things on Anne's side and on my side have reduced our ability to get together for a lot yeah. of this but um, doesn't mean we still don't have the passion for the topic or that we can't wait to be talking about episodes and figured it would be a fun way to get back into rhythm here by just talking about our fusion and since we both were able to have such a great time and be a part of something like that, that, you know, makes us very excited. You know, hopefully we've got a a couple of ERP cons coming in 2024. Mm -hmm. We still have possibilities of more ERP on our screens, folks stay positive there. So, you know, this is just part of our journey over the years, whether you've been here for a couple of months or several years, doesn't matter. We're all ERPers through and through. And uh, appreciating each other for what we do is what makes it special too.
0: Absolutely. Um, I haven't set up a blue sky for us yet, um, <laughs> but you can still find us on I'm always gonna call it Twitter at yeah. herbology underscore pod. Um, you know, leave us feedback, ask us questions. You can reach out to us however you want there. Uh, and you can also find us on our email at earthologypodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yep. We love all of it, folks. Quick messages on there. Again, and the fact that you're hearing this and taking the time to download and listen. Again, that means a lot to us. So thank you for doing that.
0: Absolutely. Till next time.
1: Bye. Take care, all.